Welcome into the Shy Guys Football Podcast. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment for our salute to service. As a veteran of the United States military, it was my distinct privilege to have experienced some of the most incredible support from our civilian counterparts. From care packages while we were deployed, to programs that enable us to take care of and provide for our families with a stable foundation while we're away, and everything else that you can imagine, your support has truly been the difference. If you are looking for a way to support our troops or are someone who already has been, then I encourage you to consider some of the following nonprofit organizations. All of them make an incredible difference. Please visit thewoundedwarriorproject.com, the Navy Marine Corps Relief Society at nmcrs.org, the Special Operations Warrior Foundation at specialops.org, freedomservicedogs.org, and hopeforthewoundedwarriors.org. For those who need the help, they deserve it. Let's make sure we take care of our troops. Hello, football fandom. Welcome to the Shy Guys Football Podcast, your source for fantasy football news and advice. I'm Donnie Mack, and with me, as always, is Anthony Vukasic. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And we have another special guest in studio this week. We have Courtney with us, joining us. Hi, guys. How's it going? Working into the rotation. Yeah, Doing exactly. It. We Putting had in a the lot effort. of guests coming in, and uh, it's, it's always exciting to have someone new on the show. Yeah, it keeps things interesting, for sure. It absolutely does, because yeah. otherwise, when, when it's just you and I, we just rock and roll so hard, we kind of... Forget that, hey, we should uh, entertain the audience a little bit, too, and that's well, why it's kind of nice to have I a... mean, I called dibs this week, so that's yeah. why I got yeah, to come Don't in. forget, we do got to squeeze Captain in, because now that we got a soundboard, right. we got to get the soundboys for Captain, and we can actually, you know, have some fun. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Courtney, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Uh, one thing we always like to ask our guests is, what kind of fantasy football experience do you have? Um, so... I'm a I'm a new fan of the show The League. <laughs> it's uh, kind of an old show. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I enjoy it. I also um, my dad has done a lot of fantasy football. My uncle had his own league and stuff like that. But I used to just kind of work NIU games, football games, the concession stands. Um, so I I have some experience with football. Yeah, your dad was telling me about some of the experience he had with fantasy football back in the you had to wait until the papers got printed yeah. to see. How the scores broke down and manually tracking calculated. Was, yeah, tracking with spreadsheets at home. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea how people manage to do that without like losing their mind, to be honest. There's so much numbers and Yeah, well, everything. hey, for the love of the game, right? I love that's the why, game. That's why we do this. So you, you may not have a ton of player experience in fantasy football, but you've got a lot of exposure to it. Now, you do, however, have a lot of experience with YouTube content creation. Why don't you tell us about that? So I do have my own channel. Uh, nice little plug I'm going to do right now. Uh, Dark Magic 96 is actually spelled D-R-K. Um, and I just kind of go over anime stuff. I have done a couple of Marvel movie uh, analysis, reviews. Um, I also edit the videos as well. There's another channel that I do edit videos for, uh, Good Sir Knight. He does a lot of um, tactical gear and airsoft equipment reviews. So if you ever want to go and check out those channels, I highly recommend doing that. Yeah, there you go. It's nice to, nice to spread some of the publicity around. Yeah. So if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan of airsoft and tactical equipment, go check out those channels. 
and see what they've got to offer. Before we get into our show, we want to remind you to follow us, like, and subscribe, and share the show around. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Podcasts. And the reason you want to go follow those and get a little snapshot of it and send it to us as proof is because of our fan giveaway. And we have some updates about some of the stuff with the fan giveaway, right? Tell them, tell them how they're going to enter. Yeah, so we'll give you guys some info about our contest giveaway here. Basically... We're trying to support the show. We're trying to increase our fan base here and get our subscription count up so that we can, you know, get a little bit more exposure on YouTube and things like that and help more people find us. Um, the way you enter our contest giveaway, it's free. We're offering a Mike Dicka trophy, Javon Kurse signed Tennessee Titans jersey, and DJ Chark signed uh, Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. And this free gear, we're giving it away once we reach 100 subscriptions. And the way you enter for completely free is basically just subscribing to us on YouTube. And when you do, click the little notification bell right next to it. it a lot of people forget that part. If you click that bell, it'll notify you when we release our uh, weekly podcast and yeah. going into the off season, our, our you know one or two podcasts a month, so that you'll be you'll have that in your notifications for YouTube, so you can know to go ahead and go look at it and take a screenshot of that. Email us that screenshot, and there you go. There's one entry. We'll give you additional entries if you follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook, like us, like our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook. All um, of those at Shy Guys Football. Yeah, all of them at Shy Guys Football. Make sure that you take a picture of those. Send us those with that email as well, and we'll give you an additional entry for each of those. If you share our weekly episode, we'll give you an entry for that. And if you review us, if you subscribe to us and review us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review, and we'll give you five entries into our giveaway. Ooh. Yeah. Five. So, <laughs> and look, there's not a lot of contestants there. So, if you guys want this, some of this free merchandise, it makes great Christmas presents. It plus everybody it likes free stuff. It's yeah. free. So, I mean, yeah. That's the big big. Song. And it's all it's all authentic. It's all uh, they're authentic jerseys. They're signed by Mike Ditka, Javon Curse, and DJ Chark. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, that's pretty. That's and pretty sweet. I mean, you can't fault those colors. Those colors just look great. They pop. Oh yeah. No, they're, they they honestly they make great gifts, great decoration pieces, whatever you want. Yeah. So just they're they're for, they're for you. They're they're there for you. Take the picture, email it to us. Let's move forward. Yeah, there stuff. you go. Make sure you get signed up. Make sure you get into that giveaway because as soon as we're ready to draw, that's it. Your chance to sign up has been passed. And as you can see here in this episode, we we support each other. Yeah, you know we we support our friends' podcasts. Help us out, please support us. We're we're here to help you. Please help us. Tis the season. Yep. So we'd love to hear from you. Get your get your entries in. We're going to get started with a, another great action-packed show for you. And leading off, as we have been for quite some time, we're going to start with this week's Pandora's Box. If it's Box. a severed head, I'm going to be very upset. Open it. What do you got for us this week, Anthony? So for this week, it's quite a big box. In mm -hmm. fact, I don't think I could open this one up all myself. I now it's, it's a, I it's left a you some notes. It's, it's, it is, this is a full-blown legendary chest. So <laughs> I'm going to need some help from Courtney here. Okay. You ready to help me on this one? I think I can, I all think right. I can help. So going into this, guys, I want, I want to give you a frame of mind, a state of mind here. Now, look, as we look to the playoffs for fantasy football, we also have some less fortunate friends that sadly must see their season come to an end. But fear not. There is still yet more football to be had. Stick with us. Stick with us as we analyze these guys, as we talk about it. Because I'll tell you what, the clearer the picture you have of the landscape in the football world, the better you will be next year during your drafts, during your season. The, the, the more you know, the better you, prepared. The better prepared yeah. you can be, the better start-sit decisions you can make, the better, you know, who, who do I choose at this spot? Do I choose this guy or do I choose that guy? 
we're going to give you guys everything that you need to know about all these relevant players and follow us through the offseason. We'll give you all the updates of what's going on through the league and how that impacts the different teams and players on those teams. Stick with us, guys. We're going to be here helping you out all offseason. Really build your knowledge so you can <laughs> come out of the gates on fire next season. For sure. And you know what? We're going to be providing all this great content with our own brand of entertainment flair style on it it's it's edutainment is <laughs> Edu- what this is edutainment yes yeah buddy so okay we'll get into the football part here yeah well and there's an important thing that you're touching on there uh, it, at the end of the season especially for the teams that have already secured their playoff spots they're going to be taking some of these rookies that maybe they haven't needed to use or haven't really gotten an opportunity to play and you're going to start to see those guys come into these games because there's not as much on the line your your playoff spot is secured Let's test out some of these rookies and some of these positions that, and, and just see, are they, are they ready now? What work needs to be done? Let's put them through a trial by fire and see what, see what happens. And we're talking about NFL teams now, not your fantasy football teams. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, so that's, that's what we're going to be looking at is some of those players. These future that, pieces. Some of these guys, because basically the way that this works out is with these younger guys breaking out, you're going to see a lot of guys over the, the the next few weeks ending the football season break out and kind of like, you know, what's real, what's not, what what's can we expect to see more of, what is what was just a flash in the pan. Identify these guys early because if you're in the fantasy football playoffs, mm-hmm. you might be able to use a few of these guys this year. So right. if you get in early enough on it, you'll get those points versus your opponent. Right, and you're also going to be keeping an eye out for next year, not only for your redraft leagues for guys you're going to want to pick up, especially for some of your later rounds. These might be guys that can fall to you, but also dynasty. for those of you dynasty players. Yeah. Dynasty. These are going to be some of your big <laughs> off season pickups that you're going to want to make. Cause don't forget target dynasty trades, trade targets. Yep. Yeah. 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 Dynasty is year round. So why don't we get into some of these names then? For sure. I like this. And you know what? We'll be generous and we'll let our guest in the studio start us off. Courtney, give us, first. Give us I, the first I, I appreciate it. The lady appreciates it. <clears throat> All right. So starting off with number one for the Pan- Pandora's box, um, Quintus Cephas, the rookie from Wisconsin and the current wide receiver for the Detroits. Um, the Detroits? Sorry. For Detroit. <laughs> I meant for Detroit. <laughs> The Detroit works too, I guess. No, I'm sorry. I was that was being a little <laughs> nitpicky. I just thought it was funny. Them Detroiters. <laughs> the Detroiters. Them down to Detroit people. New name. What's Jim what's going on over there? Jim Bob, you stopping in the That was studios? more like Boomhauer, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim Bob, he might be making an appearance a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> so um two for four, uh, with sixty three yards and one touchdown, but it was a really nice touchdown. Listed at 6'1", 205 pounds, big boy. Uh, Marvin Jones and Danny Amendolo and Mo Sanu can't be around forever, and that's an important thing to take note of, um, especially if you're going into the next season. And uh, Evan has a friendly schedule for the rest of the season. Green even. Bay. Even. That wasn't Sorry. a name. <laughs> Sorry, I meant even. It's okay. Slow down. You're good. You're good. You're good. You got this. Sorry. Go ahead. Even has a friendly schedule for the rest of the season. Um, it's going to be against Green Bay at Tennessee and Tampa Bay and Minnesota if week 17 is played. Yeah, if you guys yeah. if you if happen they, to be in a league that that uh, well, if it's if you happen to have a league that, you know, goes to the week 17 championship game. Yeah. Yeah, most yeah. most leagues don't. Most leagues conclude in week 16. Yeah. So. Uh the next name up on our list is oh boy. Uh Gunnar Oswiski. <laughs> also whiskey. Also, yeah, you got it. Sure. Also whiskey. Yeah. My turn. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe we should have given you this one. Right. Second year wide receiver from Bemidji State. Okay, Ben-Midji. come on. Is that even a real college? Yeah, no. We <laughs> we were looking at that in the pre-show. We're like, what? 
I wonder what that's and named after. Our our producer is a clown. That's that's <laughs> that's all that's about. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so this guy's a special teamer. Seventy yard punt return last weekend, plus that's a thirty eight yard TD on his lone lone reception. Put up some fantasy points in this one. What do we think about Gunner? Personally, I'm. I'm thinking that this is more of the flash in the pan thing. Now, Quintez, you know, he can realistically become a part of that Detroit offense. You know, like you like you were saying, Marvin yeah. Jones, Mosinu, Danny Amendola, those guys are not going to be around forever. But on this team with with the Patriots, we know that they they are all over the place. They got Jacoby Myers, they got uh, Nikhil Harry, they got Isaiah Ford, who they, they traded from the Dolphins. They got, they got we know the Patriots and Bellatrix is a thing. They're going to spread the ball around all over the place. I think that this one this one might be more of a flash in the pan. Yeah. So why don't you give us our next one, Courtney? All right. So we got uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He was a seventh-round pick from Michigan, uh, also a rookie for this year. Um, second game this season with a long touchdown, um, two for three with 46 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the following games that are going to come up next would be Baltimore um, at New York Giants and then the New York Jets at Pittsburgh again if you get to Week 17. If you play the Week 17. If you yeah. get to Week 17. Yeah. I love that name, though. It's like Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's not just any Jones. He's the Peoples-Jones. He's, he's a <laughs> yeah. people person. So I'm actually a Michigan fan, and so this is a guy that I've been watching for a minute. He shouldn't have been a seventh-round pick. He's way more talented than that. They were off the field, not uh, you know, a behavioral issues. It was more of a, uh attitude sort of thing because – Michigan has been a train wreck. If you don't follow college football, Michigan Wolverines has been a train wreck of a program. And so coming from there, it was not surprising that there was some friction and all that stuff. So in any case, playing for the Browns, it's always dependent on Baker, right? But this is a guy that he's incredibly talented. Don't let the seventh round pick status fool you. This guy, I've been waiting for him to get uh, his opportunity on the field. And I don't think that this is it yet. We're not there yet. Coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's you coming. You see it's it coming. in the future. It's you got coming. that yeah. sixth. He's sense. already had two big games already this season where he's he's gotten kind of those 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 flashes. They're trying to get him involved. He's yeah. just he's not there yet. Keep this guy on the back burner, but keep an eye out for him. Yeah. For sure. All right, who do we got next? So I'm gonna move into the practice squad hero over in Houston, Chad Hansen. I'm sorry to bring you guys that back that flat, <laughs> flash from past there, but hey, look, I was wondering when the hand, when the Mbop brothers were going to grow up and uh, get old enough to play in uh, some real football here. Uh, you know, this uh, this guy is six foot two, two hundred and two pounds. He's actually a fourth year wideout from the Ca- University of California. He spent his first season with the Jets. No wonder nobody knows who he is. Right. <laughs> but freshly activated up the practice squad and turned turned some heads, getting five on seven for a hundred and one. Tough matchups coming up. I'd like to see what he gets done here. This this kid looked legit good. I was watching this guy, and even by the end of the first half, I, I went upstairs to take my break from watching the games during halftime. I went to go, you know, check on my wife, see how she was doing, and all that. And <laughs> the, the first thing I said, the first thing I said to her was, "This kid looks like he should legitimately be a starting receiver in the NFL." He looked good, yeah. and so keep an eye out for him. Will Fuller's status with the team for next season is up in the air. Long term, you never know what could happen. And this kid looked—he looks heads. very promising. First game for off yeah. the practice squad. Yeah, he looks great for sure. All right, so number five coming in is Cam a Sims. Guy, I really like this guy's yeah. a monster. Yeah, uh, six five and two hundred fourteen pounds. Yeah, so big. That's dude. that's a yeah. big dude. Um, third year wide receiver from Alabama plays the team that shall not be named. 
um, who desperately needs a second, a number two wide receiver on their team. Next to Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. Next, next to yeah, Scary buddy. Terry. We got a new nickname for him coming up. Yeah, Stay yeah tuned. it's, it's a he don't like it. We don't like it. Yeah, so he, we're, yeah. we're uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Terry. It's the last time we're going to call you Scary <laughs> Terry. We got a new one for you. I hope you like it, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy. And thanks for watching. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. If you're watching this right now, you got to share it around with everybody. Everybody. Er- everybody out there. <laughs> All right. So uh, Cam Sims, um, five for nine for 92 yards. Last week, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, greater than 75% of the snaps since week seven. Only 12 targets uh, between week seven and 12. Which is disappointing so with that kind yeah, of snap. Yeah, he's been on the field. He yeah. just hasn't been really getting utilized this past week. Nine targets. Yeah. Not As bad. you said, caught yes. five yeah. of them, almost a 100-yard game. And legitimately, for the past few weeks, he's actually been looking good in yeah. the limited work he has been seeing. Well, he has the opportunity to surprise this year in the closeout games against uh, San Francisco, Seattle, um, Carolina, and in Philly. Yeah, not the gr- not a great schedule, but not a bad one either. Definitely, no. he's going to have some opportunity, yeah. for sure. And, Alec- hey, Alex Smith just beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you never know what could happen. And we're going to close you out. The last one I want you guys to take a peek ski at, Colin Johnson, this wide receiver from Jacksonville that Glennon has just been hyper-targeting, it seems. I don't know. What, I, I think that maybe when, when Glennon was getting his reps during the season, they were with Colin Johnson is what I'm guessing because yeah, it, it, it would make sense with, with where they would be lining up from the depth chart point of view. So this kid's six foot six, 215 pounds, rookie from Texas. Look, four for six last week for 66 yards, four for eight uh, for 96 the week prior. Look, you can maybe even stream him in this next matchup in your first week in the fantasy football playoffs against Tennessee. Has Tennessee coming up. Now, look, there's a lot of question marks with Jacksonville. There's a lot of red flags. There's a lot of other targets. Chenault's there. Keelan Cole's there. Chris Conley's there. And then, of course, you got DJ Chark, who's going to be the clear-cut you know, alpha from that group. So, look, it's not a lock, but... The kid looks freaking good. He looks Chark-like, yeah. and he's Chark's size. And you could see how much they like Chark because they've been hyper-targeting him without the efficiency metrics to back it up all season long. So this could definitely be a guy to keep your eye on moving forward into the future. Yeah. And he's a rookie. You know? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, this is definitely the time of the season that you're going to be want to keep an eye on a lot of these players for some of your late-round picks coming into your redraft leagues next year, and as well as, we said, your dynasty leagues in the offseason don't forget, you got to keep making those moves. That's how you're going to keep your dynasty team alive and get some of these guys now. While everyone else is kind of maybe forgetting about it, taking some time off, you're going to win by staying active and involved Stay in ahead your of the league. game. Well, that'll do Watch it for this old. week's Pandora's box, this massive treasure chest of you're information. <laughs> Hopefully, you were able to stick up with us for all of that because there's a lot of information to parse there. We move along now to our news, notes, and injuries. Postgame show is brought to you by Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. And to start us all off in the news notes and injuries, there is no such thing as a perfect season, not this year at least. Uh, Steelers dropping a dutter against the team who shall not be named. That is those footballer guys out in Washington. I love this part of the show because I get to just sit back. <laughs> just sit back and just watch. Also in the news, Greg Williams, the Jets' defensive coordinator, fired after his infamous all-out blitz to give the Raiders the win. Listen, he was—I thought he was just sitting there doing his part, trying to secure Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's 
I don't, I don't know what they're so uppity about. That just seemed like the right play. Yeah, he was just trying to help the team, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't see an issue here. This, this season's gone. Why yeah, do we need fine. to? We don't need to win. Exactly. I There's mean, no if, if you're already down, I'd why don't just dump and get the lose you know, his get, job get, for helping the team? Get a start. <laughs> yeah. Ungrateful little. Uh, all right, Antonio Gibson and Frank Gore both exited the games early this week. They are both questionable going into Week 14. We'll have more updates. As the week progresses, so keep an eye on those if they are on your team lineups. Also in the news this week, uh, Eagles declared Jalen Hurts the starter for week 14 against the Saints. That is a big one. And, I mean, especially against the Saints. Yeah, what a game. What a game to be bringing him in. <laughs> That's <laughs> Trial by fire, buddy. Let's do it. <laughs> what you got? What you got? End of the fire. Just throw him right in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Actually, Deep end. Absolutely. It's all right. Uh, yeah, he looked okay. He looked better. He looked yeah. better than Carson. I'll tell you that. He looked better than Carson. <laughs> this next one I think should be a little interesting. Uh, A.J. Bouye is expected to be suspended for performance-enhancing drugs. This has got to have some fantasy football implications, right? Yeah, so I guess I don't get the rest during this segment. No, uh, no I'm, I'm bringing you back in. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm – look, I'm – arrows triple up for Robbie Anderson, right? The team lead. Look, Robbie Anderson hasn't had his, like, big breakout games. Those have gone to DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. But yeah. Robbie's been the, the consistent guy, the number one who's always going to – the stable guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, DJ Moore is now out with COVID, and Curtis Samuel is a close contact to DJ Moore. Yeah. So Curtis Samuel may or may not play. We're not really sure on that yet. DJ Moore is pretty much out. So that pretty much leaves Robbie, right? Yeah. Well, now you're telling me the Broncos – are without their top cornerback and they haven't been a great defense this year as usual because of injuries and things like that to begin with so yeah i i, I gotta say like robbie's gonna have a shot at a ton of targets here now i know cmc is coming back and you know he's gonna get a ton of work but i feel like that would just open up the field more for robbie no yeah like, it, they, they're got, they mean, gotta you play you gotta Christian focus Mc, on someone on you gotta defense. focus on cmc and i'm sorry if you give me the choice between you know sending two guys deep without curtis samuel and dj Moore in the in the game just to cover for robbie or bringing everybody up to play against cmc i'm stacking the box with eight every oh, yeah. time or every play you know what i'm saying so robbie robbie's got a chance at a huge game here guys yeah i'm looking forward to this can't wait to see how that plays out for sure I finally hope. rounding out our news notes and injuries coming off of week 13 des bryant calls it quits and then retracts that well, so is that what that was? What was that about, man? Because I'm watching this. I'm, wa- I'm watching this Tuesday yeah. night game, and like, <laughs> which is weird enough in and of itself. Yeah, which is weird enough. <laughs> and you know, we we see Des Bryant warming up for the game, and then he's like, he's not playing because he's got COVID. He tested positive for COVID. Then he he didn't, and then he did, and then he's like, I quit. And he's like, what, wait, are you retiring? What is going on here? And then they reported on it, but then really didn't tell you anything. Right. Maybe he remembered that he makes a lot of money playing football. And he's like, oh, I can't retire yet. Yeah. It took a little digging to, <laughs> to, to find out more about what happened. Because when I saw that, especially when I saw the headlines, I was like, wait, what is the story here? And we went some, did some digging. Sent out a tweet saying that was he's calling it quits for the rest of the season. But at his age, that's got to be like retiring, right? He damn near. He barely he barely, he was lucky to have had a team this season to begin with. He didn't have a team to start off the season. He no. the, the the Ravens only brought him in a what, a handful of weeks ago? Yeah. I mean, come on. At his age with his background, What is I he just, now? 30 32ish ish. I mean, not not super three, old, but here's three, the problem. Here's the problem. Well, ADR Des Bryant is the type of receiver he had has been and how he made his money is he's a big guy who can go up and get the ball and play a physical uh, receiver, but he's got a very limited route tree and he'd been playing like he was like over the hill old for his last few years in, in Dallas and that was years ago. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, we're not looking for a bright future for his career here. He's he's lucky again. He's lucky to have been on a team. Yeah. So it's like to to pull a stunt where you're quitting for the rest of the season. At that point, you might as well call it retiring, bro. Yeah. You know. Well, he took it back, so yeah. I guess that means it's all fine. We'll see what happens. No, I call no take backs. So. Yep. That'll do it for our week 13 look back uh, news notes and injuries. We move along to our next segment of the show, our studs and duds, and we start off with our studs. I do this the old-fashioned way, with two swords and maximum effort. Well, starting off our studs of week 13, looking at our quarterbacks, we have Derek Carr. Maximum effort. 32.7 points against the Jets, seeing 28 of 47 for 381 yards and three touchdowns, one interception. But, hey, with yardage and touchdowns, as as we've said before, that can make up for a lot. Sees a week 14 matchup. Versus Indianapolis. You know, for me, in all honesty, this just makes Derek Carr infuriating. This dude's the freaking QB one on the week, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen, if you've been listening to our show, you would have got him in the dud section quite a bit over the last few weeks. Yep. You never know when you can play this guy. It's I, a wild I mean, card. Wild you know, card. yeah. Wild card. <laughs> wild card. Very nice. All right, number two of our quarterback studs coming off week 13, we have Josh Allen, 29.1 points at San Francisco, seeing 32 completed of 40 attempted, 375 yards, and four touchdowns. Fumbled twice, lost one, but overall not a bad game. You know, another one that is just vexing, right? Because it's like, as a a Josh Allen fantasy manager, he's – He's had some down weeks when you when you really didn't expect it. He's he's, he's kind of been up and down. It's kind of, it looks like John Brown, right? It looked yeah. like John Brown was the difference when he was in. Josh Allen was great when he wasn't in. They couldn't figure out how to be productive on offense, right? <laughs> so, I almost with, with Josh Allen going against Pittsburgh next week. I was already in my head. I'd been preparing for weeks. I had my my backup quarterbacks lined up that I'm going to be starting for the week 14 if I make the playoffs. You know, which I did, and you know. <laughs> I almost wish Josh Allen would have put up a dud in this game just so I could have proceeded with that. And right. be like, obviously, I'm not playing him against Pittsburgh, right? right? Now, 29 points against San Francisco? I kind of have to play him against Pittsburgh, yeah, right? That's, a, that's not, a, it's not an enviable position. one of the position. playoffs, like, I, this is not a week where you can afford to take a dud out of nowhere. Right. And so I am terrified now <laughs> that this guy is going to flop on me. Please, Josh Allen, if you hear this dominate Pittsburgh. Yes. Do it. Help Five them. rushing touchdowns. And Josh Allen, if you hear this, thanks for watching. Let's give a shout-out to every yeah. NFL player that's currently watching the yeah. show. Because why not? Yeah. Right. yeah. On the off chance, I mean, one of them's bound to hit, right? Hey, Stop eventually. Clock. They could go back and check out, because we leave these up on YouTube. Yeah. They can go back yeah. and check it out. I mean, the real goal for me would... When we're famous, if you ever have Mike we're going to be on like, here. hey, check out episode <laughs> 13, because we gave you a shout-out. We mentioned yeah. you. It's going to happen. There we go. Sponsor us. Happen. All right, let's round out these quarterback studs for the week. We have Baker Mayfield, 29 points at Tennessee. Saw 25 completed of 33 for 334 yards and four touchdowns. Did lose a fumble, eh, but whatever. Sees a matchup against Baltimore next week. Baker this week was like Oprah, doing his best Oprah impersonation. You know, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You spreading them all over the place. Everybody gets a touchdown. Spread the Except love. for one player I would have liked him to have thrown a touchdown to, that being Austin Hooper. <laughs> uh, you, you know. Yeah. Oopsie. 
Yeah, whatever. It's also yeah. kind of a, a similar moment for uh, for Allen. I was gonna say with Diggs, right? Yeah, yeah, because Diggs was is his big target that didn't end up right. getting the the one. T- yeah, but still spreading <laughs> those around. All right, that'll do it for well. this week's quarterback studs. Let's take a look at some of our running back studs of Week Thirteen. Who we got? Yeah, so we're leading off the week. David Montgomery. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, good on you. Just just because it's Chicago, I almost wanted to make him king of the moment. But, you know, <laughs> no favoritism guess, here. No favoritism here. No, uh, no that, that happens at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. My little hometown corner, right? <laughs> 25.1 points against uh, Detroit here. He, look, 17 rushes for 72 yards, two TDs. The passing work, catching all four passes on four targets for 39 yards. That keeps him so much more relevant especially in the ppr formats like again we do all yeah. our point big breakdowns based on half point ppr leagues and so it, for us that would be 5.9 points in addition to his 72 yards and two touchdowns yep. right that's a fantastic little boop little little on the little, cherry on top boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> last sound effect i appreciate that. little cherry on the top yeah <laughs> aaron jones from green bay coming in with 22.3 points versus philadelphia 15 carries for 130 yards and a touchdown. Did have that big long breakaway at the. That was that was a massive cherry on top. That that was the whole Sunday toppings is what that <laughs> run was. One of those like comical cherries, just put it on top. You know, with the with the big whipped cream all over the place. Everything, man. That sounds delicious. Did catch three tar- three catches on three targets for 18 yards. Next week at Detroit, he about to go off. Yeah, off fa And then John Jonathan Taylor rounding out our running back. You gotta be for happy the week. after this one. Yeah. Are you, are you kidding me? I started both David Montgomery and Jonathan Taylor. Beautiful. And I targeted these guys, well, maybe a little bit earlier than I should have. But, right. hey, I did see this coming, man. 20.9 points against Houston. I like him next week, too, against Las Vegas. He put up 91 yards on 13 touches. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking some smack about my boy JT. Is that right? Yeah, saying that he still doesn't look that great. Listen, he looked electric. You saw his 4-3 speed on his on that big catch that he took to the house on the touchdown, right? You saw him just blow past everybody. You saw him have some uh, quick twitch uh, cuts. He had some speed. He had some vision. He's running a heck of a lot better than, he's been, than he ran five weeks ago, okay? And so, yeah, no, the, Jonathan Taylor, online. Um, DeAndre Sift. Should be coming on lane. J.K. Dobbins, pretty much online. Clyde Edwards, hilarious. He has some stuff going on over there. Maybe you just got to be a little bit more patient. But, hey, running backs, they're starting to pick up. Yeah, well, Jonathan Taylor, definitely playing fantastic. Um, as well, and we noticed this as we were putting the stats together, just the NFC North running backs in general make up three of the top four running backs for the week. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor would be the exception, right? right. Uh, Dalvin Cook Dalvin coming Cook in with, in, yeah. Yeah, with 21.9 points, or I'm sorry, 20.9 points uh, in half-point PPR formats. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sorry, Lions. You <laughs> lost your guy to the Jets. <laughs> Who came in at RB6, by the way, uh, uh, Ty Johnson. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for this week's running back studs of the week. Let's move over to our wide receivers, which has quickly become our guest spot. So, Corey Davis uh, coming in at number one here. For those of you who uh, may have missed it, he was part of uh, the Pandora box segment of week seven. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he got 29.7 points versus Ooh. Cleveland. Uh, 11 for 12 for 182 yards and one touchdown. Uh, the next game is going to be against the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up. The Jaguars. Jaguars. All right, nicely done for Corey Davis. How about number two? Who do we got at number two? Uh, Devontae Adams. I know. I was just. I got sidetracked <laughs> by the Jaguars. It. I like kitty She's cats. Like, Man, I, I did Corey Davis so well. We're done. No, 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 show. no, no. Hit them credits. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> Don't drop these mics. No, they're expensive, I believe. Uh, Devontae Adams 
uh, 29.1, not as good as Corey Davis, uh, but still pretty awesome, pretty awesome. 10 for 12 for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, next game will be at Detroit. And then number three, the Beasles, Cole Beasley, 23.5 points, San Francisco, 9 for 11 for 130 yards and one touchdown. Follow-up game will be at Pittsburgh. I like seeing Beasley here. Yeah, Beasley. yeah, I like seeing him too. I, I would have, I would have liked to see him after we called for the big weeks. But hey, <laughs> for that reason is by the way, if you hadn't noticed, I've been not talking about Cole Beasley since, right. from the rest of the season since then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that'll do it for our wide receiver studs of Week 13. Rounding out our studs for the week, we look at some of our tight ends, and the first one is a big one. Who do we have at our number one? Well, we have our king of the moment, Tom. Who might that be? Darren the Walrus. What a monster week, man. 13 on thir- on 17 for 202. Man. 38. <laughs> he man. was. 38. The re- Could you imagine wow. just like, I mean, tight end spots, you're, we're kind of happy if you're at that like 10 to 12 range weekly as a. You know, as, a, as an expectation, it's a bit of a flip. But, man, could you imagine sitting there and watching those points rack up this week, having the walrus on your roster spot? 38 and a half points. Probably Same. very happy. Yeah. Probably yeah. Very, no, very I mean, happy. In, in this game, Henry Ruggs came away with 13.9 fantasy points, right? Well, if you take away that game-winning catch, well, what was that, like a 40-yard bomb? So that's, yeah. that's what, uh, right about 10 fantasy points, right? Henry Ruggs really didn't do much outside of that, right? So if you look at it, Darren Waller was this offense in this game. <laughs> he only carried the team a lot. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, Derek Carr finishing as the QB1, 381 yards, right? 200 of his 381 yards came from one guy. <laughs> that's insane. That's just, that's, that's I'm, just, I'm just going to leave that there for you. Yeah. Boy, Move. I didn't even, I, that, you know, that didn't even click until you said it, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming in next is, surprise, surprise, Travis Kelsey, 23.6 points this week versus Denver, going 8 on 13 for 136 and 1. Next up, Miami. Hey, look, I got no reason to think that Kelsey's not going to continue this stuff. Uh, Gesicki, by the way, coming from Miami, it wound up as the tight end four, by the way. Another Pandora box hit. Yep. Yeah, buddy, 19.3 points. Nine on eleven for eighty-eight and one. Yeah, buddy, you're welcome. And then finishing out the tight end studs for the week, Logan Thomas finally starting to make his money. We've been waiting yeah. on this guy since what week three? You yeah, know, at least. Oh man, nine for nine Just on nine, for ninety-eight and one coming up against San Francisco. Hey, he did it against Pittsburgh. I don't see why. Yeah, it this is a massive tight end week, wasn't it? It wasn't a bad one. No, yeah. It wasn't a bad week. It wasn't the the wasteland that has been the tight end position. Yeah, no, not just looking at these numbers. Well, congratulations, Darren Waller, our king of the moment coming off of week 13. That'll do it for our week 13 studs. We now have to look at the opposite end of that spectrum, our fantasy duds of week 13. And starting off, we have another big one in our quarterbacks. We have Carson Wentz because the $128 million QB lost his Why job. Why don't you go into the girls' locker room and put on a skirt, Wendy? Oh, what? You don't like that? Oh, you're going to cry? Huh? These stats. <laughs> I knew that was going to break Little king of the hill for you. It is a, a, a little harsh, but I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. All in good fun, Carson. Because I'm going to I'm going to read you these stats, and you just you just tell me that that wasn't appropriate. Completing Thanks. six of fifteen, 
Just stop at that for a second. Six of 15. You know, the fact that he got 79 yards is actually kind of impressive now that I think about it on six completions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did throw in three on the ground for 18 yards. So there's that, I guess. Small uh, yeah. consolation. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey, there's a re- he, he for whatever reason he hasn't been looking. People have been wondering: Is it the line? Is it the receivers? Is he yeah. trying to do too much? Is it the coach's play calling? Is it some mixture of all of the above? Well, you know what? Forget it. We're just going with Jalen Hurt. For all right, moving on. Yeah, moving on, you know. All right. Well, coming in at number two of our quarterback duds of the week, we have Justin Herbert, six point four points. It was against New England, but still. Uh, completing 26 of 53 for 209 yards, having two interceptions. This is week 14 matchup versus Atlanta. Yeah, you glad to listen? You glad you listened to me last week? Yeah, man. Who did anybody else call that? I would love to see if anybody else called yeah, that. No, I was. I'm not gonna lie. To to I was surprised I was right. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw <laughs> the signs. I just didn't want to believe it because he's been so lights out all season long. Yeah, but no, I mean, hey, look, Justin Herbert. He's a great quarterback. You can trust him against Atlanta in your fantasy playoffs. He's it, it's going to be great for a bounce back. I, you know, New England Belichick great against rookie yep. quarterbacks. You got Stephon Gilmore. You got pressure coming from places he's not used to seeing it. It the Patriots are great at mixing up rookie quarterbacks. And Herbert had been the cracks have been showing. So my thought was Belichick's going to pick that up. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going to see him. So. Yeah. I think he'll be fine against Atlanta. He'll be all right. Yeah. Well, and that'll, that's actually going to round out our quarterback duds of the week because yeah, that, for a number three spot, not a lot else to say. Yeah. There nobody was, really dudded that you would have started. Right. Exactly. There were some that would, you know, if we had yeah, to put Brandon someone on Allen at like 9.5. Oh, darn. Right. You but know? yeah, of, of the of the fantasy relevant quarterbacks that you were actually starting this week. Really, I mean, Kyler with like what sixteen ish, Russell with sixteen ish, but which aren't it's a little disappointing but out of them. But kill it's not, you. No, no, you yeah. could just pick like whoever you want for the third spot. We don't have yeah. a definite answer. Those, those guys didn't lose you your games, um, so you don't have to worry too much about it. All right, let's yeah. talk about some running backs. Sure. Uh, well, let's go with Todd Gurley. As expected, two and a half points this time versus New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Going uh, eight rushes for only sixteen yards, one catch for four yards. Uh, hey, look, next week against Los Angeles Chargers. Gurley's kind of one of those things we knew the end of the season schedule for him is pretty terrible. He's got this one last little respite against the Chargers. I think I think that you can play him. Now, keep an eye on his health because his knees are banged up. He is banged up a little bit, so keep an eye out. But uh, if, if he's active and health, everything's looking good, this might be the last time that you can play him. Otherwise, you might almost want to put him onto the waiver as a roster bomb for somebody else during yeah. the playoffs after this game. Uh, following him up, I got Miles Sanders. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you know, you got Pittsburgh coming up next. What do you got? The 3.1 points against Green Bay, the worst rush defense in the league. 10 carries for 31 yards. Jordan Howard? I mean, at one point in the first half, Jordan Howard looked like the lead running back for this group. Just Why? Went, just went downhill. I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, for that, I think that you know they were trying to recreate last. I don't know if I remember the game last year, but Philly came in and upset the Packers last year, actually at home, and on a big Thursday night game. I think it was a Thursday night game. It's always fun to upset the Packers. It is, and they and they 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 really upset them in spectacular fashion. It was pretty. <laughs> and Jordan Howard was a big piece of that. Yeah. And so I think that they really realistically just brought him back when he when the when the Dolphins released him. I think they only brought him back just for this game, to be honest with you. And, look, I don't know what we're going to see from here on out, but I am not trusting Miles Sanders against the New Orleans Saints. Nope. So, uh, 
Yeah, not not in the fantasy playoffs. Not after the last few weeks. Just wash my hands of that. And then to round it out, we got Colonel Mustard, not in San San Francisco, with no candlesticks. Get it? That's funny because candlesticks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nine rushes on forty for forty-two yards and one catch for one yard. Hey, look, it was a down game against uh, Buffalo. They were in catch-up mode most of the game. Next week, he's got Washington. Good defense, as we saw, as we've been seeing. We've been talking about it. they got a sneaky defense. But, I mean, Raheem Mostert, I don't think you're going to bench him. So, yeah. uh, go ahead. Do your thing. All right. All right. Sorry, guys, in the running back category, just wasn't your week. Kind of a similar story for the wide receivers. This week. We had some, some very down weeks for a couple of players. Courtney, let's give us some of those names. So, we promised you we would come back with a surprise for Scary Terry McLaurin as we are now going to call him McLovin. McLovin? McLovin? What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What, are you trying to be an Irish R&B singer? (laughs) Go ahead. Unfortunately, it's not the best news for McLovin. Only 2.4 points against Pittsburgh. Two for six with only 14 yards. All right. So imagine someone telling you Washington was going to beat Pittsburgh in their undefeated season. And both Anthony Gibson and McLovin. Antonio. Sorry. Antonio. You know, you're good. Would be non-factors of the day. Hashtag 2020. <laughs> Hashtag Well put, though. That's, that's yeah. very fair. Hashtag I mean, the, 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 the only two superstars on the team, really. I mean, if we're talking like elite Pro Bowl superstars on that offense, yeah. I mean to not be yeah. to not be factored in at all and beat the steel. It's one of the one of the great things of 2020. It just keeps hitting you. Right. Crazy. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming in at number two, uh, Brashad Perryman fizzled out at 2.7 points versus Las Vegas. One for four for 22 yards. The next game coming up is going to be against Seattle. Uh, coming in at number three, Sterling Shepard, 4.7 points at um, Seattle. One for six for 22 yards. Have been solid pretty much all season, except for that week two game against Chicago. Yeah, but outside of that, he's been yeah. pretty solid yeah. all season. I think you can go back to trusting him as well. Perryman is, is fairly interesting against Seattle because of the pass defense stuff and the over-the-top stuff. But I don't know, man. Again, trusting these Jets as far as you can throw them is, 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 <laughs> is always a tough prospect. No, not something you particularly want to rely on. All right, that'll do it for our wide receivers. Let's round out our duds of the week with some tight ends. Yeah, I got Hayden Hurst. Uh, 1.4 against New Orleans. I was going to make a worst joke, and then, yeah, I just I let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one for four for nine yards. Uh, goodness gracious. Next week against the Chargers. Hey, look, hey. Hurst hasn't been great as of late. It's kind of tough to trust him in your fantasy playoffs. The mm-hmm. matchup's not horrendous, but um, I think I'm going to look elsewhere for that. Uh, Austin Pooper getting no love in <laughs> Baker's blowout bonanza. <laughs> two catches on two targets, but for only 24 yards, th- 3.4 points on the day. And if you tried streaming Trey Boo Boo, welcome to the what the Bears fans were tired of dealing with all last season. One on three for 11 yards against Houston. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, this is why it's hard to trust this guy. He just he just doesn't show up sometimes. It just it happens a lot. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely frustrating. So That's frustrating. exactly what I was going to say. All right, well that'll do it for this week's studs and duds. Looking back at week thirteen, starting to bridge the gap between thirteen and fourteen weeks. We look at some of those plays that didn't quite make our top list in the stud category, and we do a little more analysis in our trust. Or bust segments. Just trust me on this, okay? I think they can trust me. They can trust me. Trust me, true believer. Do you trust me? You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? You sit on a throne of lies. 
All right, well, leading us off in the trust or bust category, we're going to take a look at Matthew Stafford with 27.1 points last week. Can we stream him at home against Green Bay? Yeah, see, I don't expect Green Bay's defense to refuse to come out of the locker room like the like the Bears did last week. So um, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit tougher for him. But, you know, this could this could easily turn out to be a high-scoring game. And so if you're in a pinch and your options are pretty thin, you're looking for somebody that you can throw in at the quarterback spot that has a potential at some upside, Stafford's got it. It's yeah. just not, not one of my favorite picks for quarterback for the week, but it, I, I won't blame you if you want to use him. Yeah. It's yeah. an understandable decision, basically. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, should be all right. All right, moving on. King Goffrey continues his, his seesaw with 24.1 in Arizona. So it would make sense for him to come back down um, versus New England. but that's I, how a seesaw works. Yeah, that's how it is. Physics. Um, but we're probably going to have to go for a bust on this one. Okay. Yeah. All right, next up on our list, Nick Mullins versus Washington saw 22.6 points last week versus Buffalo. What do we think, Nick Mullins, trust or bust? Yeah, so why is it that teams like New Orleans and San Francisco have two quarterbacks that are startable <laughs> NFL quarterbacks, and we somehow can't get one? <laughs> what? Look at the die. <laughs> Bitter? A little salty. Yeah. And so, look, Washington's a tough matchup, but look, I like Mullins' weapons in the comfort of his home in Arizona. Uh, yeah, no, I think you can trust him. I, I, no, I know, honestly, I do like, I do like his weapons, and, and, and Washington is not a scary matchup. I, I, I like them to put up a little bit more competition than some might expect this week. Yeah, I think that's, that's a fair assessment. All right, Alfred Morris came away with two touchdowns against Seattle last week. He's a matchup in week 14 against Arizona. Alfred Morris, trust or bust? So, yes, he did have two touchdowns, uh, but he only had nine touches in total. No, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to you know, stick with that one. So I'm just a safe call and a busted on that one. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, for this next one, <clears throat> T.Y. Hilton, 21 points against Houston and far from a bust. I don't know why you're looking at me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I do? Oh, look at this. Going uh, eight, of, 8 of 11 for 110 yards and a touchdown. Really, though, what I, what I have to ask is looking at these stats and based on what we discussed last week, what happened here that was just so unpredictable that nobody – Nobody hooked into this. Nobody thought this was going to happen. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that nobody thought it was. A lot of a lot of other analysts were calling for Ty to be uh, a good play against Houston, just because it is Houston, right? Yeah. Um, but this good? No, definitely not. And so, ba- basically, it, it was it was one of those things where uh, Ty was was look. It's hard to trust him. Okay, you've seen what he did all this year. You've seen what he did all last year. You've seen what he did all the year prior. We just have trust issues. You know, we we have a lot of trust issues with Ty Hilton. <laughs> you if you can't that tell, relationship I have a lot of trust issues I, with Ty. I have Hilton. had him on my teams in the past, so, and it's so hard to pick the right week. You want to trust him. So, um, personally, if you've tuned into our pre preseason breakdown, I had mentioned that one of my rules of thumb in fantasy football for like the last six years has pretty much been just you know what just don't trust ty hilton and you're probably going to be okay <laughs> so that that was last week i was i was, i really was i was you know i he's hard to trust of course and uh I, nobody should have been surprised when he has a good game against houston but um i was having a little bit of fun but i, I sincerely am not i'm not a huge fan of playing ty hilton but 
to be fair, he really did look a lot better. He's looked a lot better than he has all season. He's looked like almost like his previous like younger self. So much so that I think I know what happened here. Oh, was that right? So what do you got? What happened? What had happened? What had happened? Take two. What had happened was. Keenan Allen missed his old buddy, Philip Rivers. Oh. Hey, old man River, zip it or I'll break your hip. And oh, and so God. what Keenan Allen had said was he called up his buddy T.Y. And he was like, hey, T.Y., can, can, can we do some swapsies, man? I'm, I'm, just, I'm playing over here with Herbert. And, you know, we got, we got New England coming up. We got Stephon Gilmore. I, look, I, I don't want to be playing against Stephon Gilmore. Can, can, can we do some swapsies, man? I, I put on your jersey. You put on mine. We just we do some flippy floppy. <laughs> flippy. And, and, you know, and, and I'm going to go have some fun with my boy. Because, you know, what? My, I know my boy misses me, too. And, and I'm missing those Philip Rivers targets. And so, <laughs> you know, um, 8 for 11, 110 and 1. Well, them Keenan Allen stats. Mm-hmm. You look at what he did in New, in New England, and you got five on eleven for forty-eight. Well, them's T. Y. Hilton stats. Yeah, they did a flippy floppy. <laughs> they did a body swap. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you know, Friday. Yeah, a little Freaky Friday. So you know, I, and, and that would explain why Herbert didn't do so good. Why he had such a bad week. <laughs> yeah. This this was all on Keenan Allen getting jealous of T. Y. playing with his old buddy. He wanted. He, he was mad that his 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 old friend got a new friend, and he wanted to be. <laughs> he just wanted the to friend. prove himself. He wanted to prove he was just as good as that friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's already proven he's better than that. But he he just misses his old buddy. That's what that's all, <laughs> yeah. that, that that's all that is. No, that's all but that is. no, for sure. He for for real. He look. Hilton looks good. If he continues to look like that, you can trust him in your fantasy playoffs. You can even go so far as to trust him next week because of the matchups. Enjoy the next two weeks. Don't trust him in the in the in the championship game. Enjoy. <laughs> Have a good Don't season, trust guys. him where it's really important. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now I got to find my place again. <laughs> well, I got the place here. Okay. Next up on our list, we have Jamison Crowder at Seattle. Saw 19.2 points last week versus Las Vegas, going 5 of 7 for 47 yards and 2 touchdowns. What do we think? Jamison Crowder, trust or bust? So if you're comfortable with having a 5-point floor in the playoffs, he has his upsides. He does have upsides. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's tough to trust a floor like that in your playoff matchups, but yeah. If you don't have a problem with it, it, you might as well. You know, I mean... (sighs) It depends what your options are. Yeah, yeah, yeah as, sure. especially if your point, if your opponent is looking like they're going to have a pretty big game, and you've got some good floor in the rest of your lineup, this may be one of those times where you take one of those NOS players, you take one of those guys that might have a really, really big week. Yeah, I mean, and, you can make an argument for the flip the, side of that as well, and say if if I'm projected to win. You know, then maybe I do want the five five point floor with some upside because That's I know true. he's not, I know he's not going to goose me, right? Right. And so it could be one of those things as well. I, it, it just it depends on what you're working with. Yeah, for Show sure. me what you're working with. Show me the money. All right, we got a few more to get through here. Next on our list, we have Gabriel Davis, back to back fourteen plus point games. Has John Brown's replacement been found? Well, man, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I really do because. No, I mean, tell I, us how you really feel, Josh yeah. Allen, man. He, you know yeah. he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, and he looks so much better when he has John Brown. So, if he's got Gabriel, if Gabriel Davis is in fact going to be taking over for John Brown, then that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, however, not a fun schedule for fantasy. Look, he's got Pittsburgh coming up, Denver, New England, and then Miami in Week 17. If you go that deep, but like, not a great schedule. No. There's other mouths to feed. I just. In the playoffs, young receiver, just not not where I'm looking to put my chips. So not I'm gonna I'm gonna call enough. that one of us. I mean, he may have some good games over the next few weeks, but that's not where I want to put my chips. And yeah. so I'm gonna recommend. I, I guess that maybe that should have been a stash. <laughs> yeah. Well, so either bust or stash if you want to if you want to do that. All right. Next up on our list, our penultimate entry here, we have Dan Arnold, 19.1 versus the Rams last week. 
going into week 14 against the New York Giants. What do we think, Dan Arnold, trust or bust? So uh, two for three for 61 yards and two touchdowns. The only two catches were touchdowns. That was it. So I I really wouldn't trust and, that and too much. And a big one, too, to start. Really? Because, like, you know... It sounds like a 100% touchdown rate to me. If his, <laughs> if his boy touches the ball, he's getting a touchdown. Yeah, maybe. We don't want that. <laughs> no, maybe maybe that's not so much volume you could trust. No. <laughs> no. Yes. I think he, he maybe he's, have he's his been, hands on the ball a little bit more. Yeah, he, you know, he's been yeah. getting that kind of uh, volume floor. Uh, he's been getting that kind of volume, basically three targets all season long. Three, four targets is mostly what he's seen. He's in a good offense, but yeah, he, he hasn't been producing like this unless yeah. he starts doing this consistently. This is not it's something It's not we can trust. enough numbers for there to be a viable statistic. Faux show. Faux show. Faux show. All right, and our final entry into this week's Trust or Bust, we have Cole Komet going 5 of 7 for 37 yards and a touchdown week 14 matchup versus Houston. Cole Komet, trust or bust? As, as much as you can trust your, any streaming tight end. Like it, if you're looking at Aikens and you're looking at guys like, um, you know, maybe even like a Jordan Reed and things like that. I think Jordan Reed might be ranked above uh, Komet in a, a few leagues. But, hey, look, the matchup against Houston's great. The Bears clearly want to use them. And it's a lost season, so you know the Bears are definitely going to force feed him now. You know, I, it's not a bad play. It's really not. Sure. So, All right, well, that'll do it for this week's Trust or Bust, bridging us between week 13 and 14. A look back, a look forward. We continue our look forward into week 14 with our start, stash, or trash. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! In start, stash, or trash, we are going to be looking at some of the players and some of the matchups, possibly favorable, hopefully good plays, going into week 14. Starting us off at the top of this list, we have the new kid on the block, Jalen Hurst versus New Orleans. So, um, I think there are better streaming options on the wire for this week overall. What's um, wrong with Jalen? Against New Orleans, uh, fifth against the quarterbacks. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. <laughs> Man... Trial by fire. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, man. I am yeah. going to watch that game for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think not, you and not just because it's a Saints game. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, yeah. That's tough. That's yeah. tough. Maybe not this week, but hey, Let's see maybe, does. maybe in 15. Maybe, maybe, he'll, in 15. maybe he'll pull out a surprise. All right. Next up on our list, we have Big Ben at Buffalo on Sunday night. What do we think? Yeah, I'm, I think you could start Big Ben. He's actually pretty much down there in the projections, but uh, I think he could definitely find himself into the uh, QB1 territory this week. In fact, you know, both of these teams are, are more known for their defensive capabilities. They're more known as defensive heavy teams, right? Buffalo and, and Pittsburgh. I think that this has a lot of, like, sneaky potential for a shootout game. Yeah. I'm talking, like, multi-multi-touchdown games on both sides, passing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, and I would love to see Ben just go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen and see them both just wing it out. With, you know, you, you got Diggs, Beasley, and uh, – uh, Davis on you know one side, and then you got Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju on the other. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. And these but these defenses have been oddly susceptible to the pass. They are they are one of the lower ranked teams against the pass uh, as far as their defense. Like, that's where you can beat these defenses. And so with the talent they have at the quarterback position, the talent they have at the wide receiver position, the fact that they both really want to win this week, man, 
This yeah. could be fun. This could Me be a really Sunday good game. Sunday. Yeah. This could be a really good Sunday night game. I hope you're right because again, like because it being the Sunday night game, that's going to be a good popcorn game. It's a potential. I was going mean, to bring up the popcorn. Just get the yeah. popcorn. This, out this could be one of those low-scoring under affairs. You know what I'm saying? It, it, the weather. You keep an eye on the weather and things like the that. Stars got to be aligned correctly. Yeah, but uh, th- this does have the potential to be a shootout. And boy, do we love shootouts in fantasy. Oh, absolutely. Everybody loves a good nail biter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, next up on our list, Kareem Hunt has been d- disappointing for three weeks in a row. Tough matchup coming into this week against Baltimore. What do we think about Kareem Hunt? So there's potential for him to uh, get some receiving work this week, um, but it's a long shot. If nothing else, go with him, but otherwise I would stash him. That's fair. Like, yeah, if there's nothing else to start with. Definitely pivot if you have a better yeah. option. Yeah, it's it's tough to, to trust him right now with the, the low streak he's been on. So we, we need to see that turnaround, right? In Baltimore, yeah. that's that's not where we want to test that. you got to no. show us that we can trust you. Well, we got a matchup at Cleveland this week with J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, back from COVID. Yeah, buddy. Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> <laughs> Did see a limited workload against Dallas, but... That that care could have very well been a COVID thing, yeah. just kind of easing them back in. You saw Cam Newton kind of struggled, and a lot of people. One of the reports about COVID was something about like a lot of people did have trouble breathing correctly after kind of getting first getting over it, and so it, I'm not sure what the limited workout w- workload was about, but I'm not overly terrified about it either. He, him, and Gus Edwards both looked great against Dallas, and I think J.K. Dobbins is clearly the future here. I, I'm. I have him being on. Give him the I, I gave him uh, Pandora's box a couple of weeks ago, saying yeah. he's gonna I, he's gonna have a great finish to the season. So definitely trust in JK. Okay, well, one that's been a little bit more difficult to trust this year, DJ Chark has been up and down this season. Sees a Week 14 matchup versus Tennessee. Okay, so one game this season under four targets, four for four for 84 week. Um, sorry, 84 yards in Week Two against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee, fifth most pass yards to opponents. I think we should probably just go with a start on that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds easy peasy easy. to me. Straight shooter. Okay. Henry Ruggs, 13.9 points last week with the game-winning catch goes into week 14. <laughs> <laughs> week 14 with a matchup versus Indianapolis. What do we think about Henry Ruggs for week 14? Yeah, Indy's not a great matchup. Then he's got the the Chargers. Then he's got the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm not. He's been inconsistent so far this season. I'm look. I'm not trusting Henry Ruggs in my fantasy playoffs. I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with trash, man. Let yeah. that be a roster bomb for somebody else. Not like look. Obviously, he can go off. He's the big play guy, right? But at the same time, it, look at Hollywood all season. Do you do you really want that that Nos play in your playoff weeks? Uh, maybe the, if you do, maybe that's not the guy you want to target. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, no, I, that's not that's not where I'm putting my chips, man. That's fair. Noah Fantastic. Week 14 matchup at Carolina. What do we think of Noah? So, um, definitely tight end friendly. Um, definitely streamable. Carolina streamable. Okay. Hayden Hurst in L.A. against the Chargers. Yeah, less than four targets twice this season. This, it's, that's not bad. He's you know, he's been getting the volume. He's been he's he's had some disappointments. He hasn't been as big as we were hoping. But you know, this is a good game for him to pull out of this three game slump that he's that he's been finding himself in. I'm I'm going to give you a start. I'm going to tell you to start Hayden Hurst in your fantasy playoffs. There we go with that bombshell. Start Hayden Hurst. 
that will bring a close to this week's start, stash, or trash. Well, as we approach the games this weekend, the week 14, those of you getting ready for your first round of your playoff games, if you got some spots to fill, you may want to take a look at your waivers for some deep diver waiver wire targets. I think I'm going to get my ass kicked, sir. I don't think like that. Damn it to hell, don't go by the book. Think like a pirate. That's my favorite job. Yep. (laughs) So the the waivers may be a little limited this time of the year, but there's still some names out there to pick up. There's still some favorable matchups. You might be able to snag some of these guys and bring them in. And then, of course, we've got your streaming options. And starting off, with the quarterbacks, your quarterback streamers coming into week 14. We have Matt Ryan against La Chargers. Careful, because he's an immobile quarterback with Joey Bosa, so this could go south very quickly. But <laughs> if you're running low on options, Matt Ryan could have a decent gay, d- day. Yeah. What did I say? I don't even want to know. Don't no, answer we that. Don't, know. don't answer that. Rewind. I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, another option this week is, uh, under your quarterback streamers, we have Andy Dalton playing at Cincy. Uh, and finally, Old Man Rivers, Philip Rivers at Las Vegas. Let's look at the. I was going to say some of our running backs, but let's look at running back. Yeah, yeah. I only have one for you this week that I want you to take a look at. Look, Ty Johnson. Um, going into Seattle it could be a decent game with if Frank Gore misses because of the concussion. Right, he's being he's being evaluated for that, so I'm not really sure yet. Uh, he, Johnson had 22 yards for, or I'm sorry, 22 carries for 104 yards and a TD in, in last week's game against the Raiders. Now the Raiders are a very weaker run defense. Seattle's can go back and forth. They can go either way. They funnel very well, so it's it's kind of hard to tell. Look, I'm watching this game, and Adams actually looks like the better back to me. I, y'all know I like Adams. I said it on the show a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, for real, Adams looked like the better back to me in, in that game, but Ty Johnson didn't look bad either. And with volume like that, it's really tough not to try to gravitate towards that, especially during the fantasy football playoffs. And so I would definitely say grab Johnson right now, put him on your put him on your bench, and if you have to play him, go ahead and feel free because you should have that volume floor. However, if you don't have to, I would I would still caution to kind of hold out and wait if you can afford to for this week and not playing him. But um look Ty Johnson's probably the only one that's really going to be usable for the fantasy playoffs that's that's on most what wires. So uh, this is really the guy I want you to focus on, but uh, he does come with some red flags. And so be aware of that. I only wanted to give you one because I really wanted to go in depth with that one. Yeah, well, and that's a big one too. And like you said, there's not a... Whole running backs. There shouldn't be anybody on the wire at this point in the season. No, especially with all the running back injuries this week. Most people have been snagged up. And yeah, and like if you if you're looking for because you should be rostering your handcuffs, right? So yeah. if you have a high end handcuff that that you need, like Derrick Henry's handcuff, if you have Dalvin Cook's handcuff, I mean, I realize Alexander Madison's out right now. Go grab Mike Boone. You know what I mean? The Devon, Devon, uh, Devontae Booker with uh, with Josh Jacobs missing some time, right? So yeah. I mean, like, it, go get go get the guys that you need. Outside of that. You shouldn't be really stashing a whole lot of guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, some a roster spot you might be able to get a few more options out of. Let's take a look at some of our wide receiver waiver wire targets for week 14. Who do we got, Courtney? All right. So um, starting off at number one, uh, forgive me for any name mispronunciations, uh, Kiki Cootie. Cutie. Cutie. Hey, Cutie. Hey. Mm-hmm. We're giving you all the weird names. Um, I know. I'm just like struggling with them. With your anime stuff, I just figured this, I you would feel Japanese, right at home with this. And Japanese, I don't know what this. I think this is French. You can do Japanese, but you can't do ki ki q t. Hi. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in at number two is Tim Patrick. You can do that one. It's a nice Irish name. Very yeah. easy. Um, is he still on your waiver wire? Go, Go get, get him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Go get him. He shouldn't be. We've been get telling him. you about him. <laughs> get him. Um, running off at number three, Michael Gallup. Now, he seems to have a rapport with Dalton. Um, 19 targets over the last two games in some pretty tough matchups, too. If you've been producing, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of targets. That's I mean, a lot of tar- you, well, I mean, but he's been actually doing well on those targets yeah. as well yeah. in tough matchups. That's that's impressive. Yeah, no, he's definitely kind of proving his worth on this um, for sure. I would just say if you haven't looked at him yet, I would definitely check him out. Yeah, I mean, after after the kind of abysmal beginning of the season for him, and he just kind of disappeared into no man's land with CD stepping up. You know, Gallup kind of got left out to. To put out the pasture, really. I mean, it left out the dust, I would, however you want to put it. And he's kind of coming back into relevance now. He and just so, needed to, like, regroup and he, come back into that player He, he needed mindset. Red Dalton in his ginger arm, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> his sweet ginger embrace. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. You're right. welcome. Save me from myself. There's some of your wide receiver waiver wire targets. And we finish off our deep diver segment with some tight end streaming options. We move across to the other side of the table. Yeah, I'll give you these real quick here. The Gronk, the Gronk finds himself in a positive matchup. Jordan Reed should continue to fill in nicely over the next few weeks. And Cole Komet may be worth a peek ski because, you know, Houston. Like we told you in Chester Bust. Well, there you go. Some options for a little bit of deep diving through your waivers. Go ahead and take a look at your waivers and see if any of those players are available. Or if you are streaming, go ahead and pick up some of those options. They should do you well going into week 14. We move along now. Nice little segment for some of the gamblers out there. For those of you who like to wager some money on some football with a little daily fantasy. And we talk about some of our DFS smash plays. I've gambled away more money than you'll ever understand. Try me. $22,600. Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, my God! All right, you Daily Fantasy players. These are going to be some either must plays, your big smash plays, and as well as a few budget options in there if you want to save some of your roster space, some of your roster budget for some of the other big-name players. We're going to send it over to Anthony. Take it away. Yeah, so... I expect Russell Wilson to go unlimited versus the New York Jets. Naturally. And then Big Ben is a high upside play this week as your dark horse. He shouldn't be too expensive in those DFS lineups. Uh, I think Derrick Henry uh, in Jacksonville is the monster to roll with this week. Looking to let, He's looking to let out some anger. David Montgomery should continue to step up delivering over projection weeks. Uh, DK Metcalf should be the big target Russ lets loose to. And CD Lamb, I have him stepping up in Cincy for tight ends for the week. Uh, Noah Fantastic and Eric Ebron are the my tight end picks for the week. All right. Thank you for all of those. That. You Daily Fantasy players, go ahead and put that advice to good use and win yourself some money. And if you are a Daily Fantasy player and you do win yourself some money, Post it down below. We love hearing about the, just the, the sheer amount of money people are wagering and winning in those leagues because I, I find it fascinating, and one of these days I may try my hand at it. Also, if our advice gets you more money, that's definitely something you should share with people. <laughs> yeah, Share the wealth. <laughs> yeah, or at least share our videos. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, I'll take that. Although I know you may not want your friends to know that you're you're making that kind of money and you don't want to let them win. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No, dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's honestly for fantasy football. 
it's better when everyone's on the same page because yeah. then when you're trying to go trade for guys and you're like, I'm giving you fair value, why won't you give me this player I want? You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're all on the same page and everyone kind of like has the same kind understanding. of understanding. Yeah, yeah. no, it it, it, it really does help. Yeah, share don't don't try to hide a gem here. Spread us around for sure because. The better the fantasy football community is, the better fantasy football is. Yeah, exactly. we got to come together as a community. All right. Well, fans of the show know. Thank you, John Lennon. <laughs> fans we of the show know that as shop. we close out the daily fantasy segment, it is time to cue the drunks at the bar. <laughs> yes, that sound means it is time for the hometown corner, a little segment we like to reserve for our hometown Chicago Bears. We take a little trip down to Soldier Field. Anthony, what do you have for us this week? Stunned. Absolutely stunned. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> did anybody, did you guys see the end of that game? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we are officially off the reservation with this season. Thanks, Chuck, by the way. Stafford really appreciated not having a pass rush in his face. He's really glad that you saw that he couldn't hit a wide open wide receiver when he had a bit of pressure, pressure in his face. So it was really nice of you to drop everyone back into coverage instead. Expect a fruit basket. Mm. Look, the O-line, the O-line looked good. Monty looked good. I, look, I've been yelling about this Bears defensive scheme for mm-hmm. weeks, and we, I had to come up with a different way to put it. I feel it, like okay? people have been yelling about the Bears defense for years. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was, it was great said, under was Vic. Time. It just hasn't been the same since, yeah. you know? And so Mitch looked fine enough. We, we call that good enough for government work. <laughs> and the wide receivers got it done, except for, you know, dancing around instead of getting the first down on the game-winning drive. <laughs> yeah. When the defender fell over right in front of him. Thanks for that, by the way, hey, Rob. Hey, look, <laughs> I love you, but accountability, brother. Yeah. Look, then running the ball on fourth and short out of the shotgun? What? QB sneak that, do a dive, something. Running it up the middle out of the shotgun on fourth and short? Come on. Uh, It's like they were trying to get cute. Too cute. And that's the thing about Coach Nagy is is, is one of the criticisms about him by a lot of people has been that he tries to get too cute too often. Look, it is what it is. I have zero idea how the shakeup is going to turn out offseason. Are we looking at losing Nagy, uh, Pace? Even potentially Ted Phillips, this, the CEO. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're talking about a massive potential shakeup. Uh, on the flip side of that, we're, we're, we're also hearing rumors of only losing pace and keeping Nagy and Ted Phillips. I can't, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep my thoughts on the matter to myself on that. But, you know, it's, it's all about looking to the future, right? I mean, we, this, this episode has all been about looking to the future. We started out that way with Pandora's Box. It's like, hey, look, the football's not done. And guess what? We can continue talking about this all year round there's there's so much to be had here and looking to the future is what we do in chicago yep this season didn't work out here here next season though next we'll season get next next year, we'll this get them next one year for sure look so speaking of the future i just can't <laughs> just just not right now no, i just it's too soon i need i need some time to cope just check back with me next week guys i'm just <laughs> need some space not this week i after that lions game i'm just emotionally drained yeah so well that's get a tub of ice cream you'll be okay if it makes you feel and jerry's yes oh man we're doing that oh give him some of the pie yeah oh that's a good pie i'll know the way to my heart ice cream pie in the freezer that's what you get (laughs) for providing us another great analysis in this week's hometown corner looking at our hometown chicago bears check back next week and see if 
the optimism has returned. And I'm feeling any better. <laughs> right. We'll have more pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, with that, that'll bring an end to this week's show. There's your portal reference, by the way, that you totally missed. Come on. Yeah, Cause come I on, Because I haven't gotten the GLaDOS drops yet. <laughs> oh, okay, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Can I end the show? Yeah, no. Fine, can fine. I can I we're, do my can I do my outro? We're only thirteen minutes. No, we're actually we're only like oh, what eight minutes over. No, we're good. Keep yeah, going. Let's roll for like another half hour. Fine. No, I want to go. Home. Yeah, you want to do another, another feast? Came another straight from work for this <laughs> one, man. I'm exhausted. All right. Well, after that derailment there and that little tangent before the end of the se- ending segment of the show, edutainment. Uh, yeah. Edutainment. Bringing our show to a close. We want to remind you of the bye weeks this week. Uh, there are none. There's no bye weeks this week. We told you that last week. You don't have to worry about the bye weeks anymore. We don't have to tell you about them anymore. I'm still probably going to make that joke again next week, though, so it doesn't matter. Because it's probably still going to be in the show notes. Deja vu. As we close, we want to thank you for Welcome watching. Back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We want to thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> 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 Welcome to week 13, Hello, guys. Thank yeah, you we'll guys start. so much for tuning <laughs> in. We show. love you. Please subscribe, like the show, help spread us around. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, make sure you get in touch with us. Leave a comment down below. Email us. Get... Get signed up for our fan giveaway. Win yourself some nice merch. You've got all of our contact information in the runner down below on screen or in the description as you are watching. Please get in touch. Best of luck on all your waiver picks and your trades going in week 14. It's the playoffs. Now's the time. You made, you made it this far. Secure yourself a nice trophy. We're here to get you over the top. Come on. Yeah, we're, here to, we're here to get you one of those. We're in this together. Teamwork makes it looks fancier. Yes, but until then, um, there's a site for that. I should probably give them a shout out because that's we'll throw it in the description. The, yes, uh, it's one of those. Check the description. Check, check, the, check the description. We'll find it down there. Until Fantasychamps.com. There we go. Get there. Last second. Last name second. drop. All right, and with that bombshell, we'll see you next time. Have a good week. Yeah, <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Mistakes were made.